today on CityCast Denver. Right before the pandemic, the city of Denver established, for the first time, a department dedicated solely to housing and homelessness. And now, two years later, the Department of Housing Stability has published their first long-term plan to address our housing crisis. They're soliciting public input through September 3rd, and this is a big, meaty document that's still very much a draft. So I sat down with the head of the new department, Britta Fisher, for a big-picture conversation to help us start digging in. Today is Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Britta, thanks for joining me today on CityCast Denver. Glad to be here. So earlier this month, your Department of Housing Stability released a new five-year draft plan for homelessness and housing. And this is a, a really big plan with a lot of specific goals and strategies. But is there some sort of overarching philosophy or framework that really holds the whole plan together? Yeah, our vision is for a healthy, housed, and connected Denver. We want to see a place where everyone can have housing stability, regardless of their income, um, where they are able to tend to their health because they are housed and they have that housing stability, and where people are connected. We as humans are not designed for isolation. We're meant for community. And so we want to see affordable housing and housing of all types that is integrated into the community um, for connection and community. And how does a plan like this work in pra- in practice? Like what, what would be a starting point for p- implementing this plan? Well, the starting point is actually a process we're in right now, which is the city's budget process. If we are going to meet these goals, we have to utilize the budget that we do have, the resources and revenues that we have. And we also need to make our case for the types of investments that the city can make moving forward that will help us to reach these goals as well. So the plan itself has some really ambitious goals. And you all say you plan to create and preserve 7,000 homes, preserve 950 income-restricted rentals, and measurably end veteran homelessness. But that's just a few of the solutions proposed in the plan. How do you plan on executing goals like this? Yeah, uh, one of our goals is to cut unsheltered homelessness by half. So um, unsheltered homelessness speaks to those who are sleeping rough or outside in our community. And about three quarters of people experiencing homelessness are sheltered. They are inside um, at night and have a a bed or a transitional apartment that they can rely upon. Uh, But the others, about 24% in our last point in time count, were sleeping rough or unsheltered outside. And so this is really the goal of, of reducing the numbers that we see there in our outdoor spaces by half. And we think we can do that in a variety of ways. Um, one that has already happened during this pandemic is really increasing the options with shelter in such a way that it draws people in. Um, at the National Western Center, uh, when we stood that up, we did a survey and found that 16% of the people Uh, had previously been sleeping outside, but came inside for 24-7 shelter, where they had a bed they could rely on, they had storage for their personal belongings, and three meals a day. It really made it much easier for some people to come inside. Now, that's still not everyone, uh, but that was a, a helpful improvement. We want to continue to have shelter that is a place that people want to be. 
Um, additionally, we want to house people straight from the street as well as from shelter. So we want to get people into housing. You probably saw in the recent social impact bond study that we showed that people with housing and appropriate supports can be successfully housed and maintain their housing. And we want to do more of that as well. So I've lived in Denver my whole life, and I only mention that because we've seen plans like this before. And I, and you brought it up a little earlier with um, the 10-year plan to end homelessness, Denver's Road Home. Um, and I remember way back when Mayor Hickenlooper set out that 10-year plan in 2005. And in short, it didn't really work. What makes this plan different? Or what would you say to people that are a little bit cynical about big city plans like this? I remain hopeful. Um, I, that's why we put out a plan. Um, I also think that we're not um, planning for all the same things. I, I do fundamentally believe that we have the resources in our country to bring an end to this level of homelessness that we are seeing right now. And I'm hopeful about many of the things that the Biden administration is speaking to, but we have to have action behind that. Um, as far as why somebody should be hopeful about this plan, we have base this plan upon the resources that we have and that we have with our community partners. So we do believe that it is possible to have the amount of people who are sleeping rough. We do believe it is possible to get more people into housing from shelter or from the street. And this plan really lays that out. We also think it's really a powerful thing to have another 7,000 units or homes that we create that are affordable here in Denver. And we think that's really uh, one of the the other striving goals uh, in this plan is oh you mentioned that that's part of the plan is seven thousand potential units in the next five years utilizing okay. the resources that we have from the affordable housing fund from the homelessness resolution fund just passed by Denver voters known as two B in twenty twenty um, these are the types of funds that we can put to work to help us get that level of housing. Um, so Mayor Hancock recently announced in his State of the City address that he was designating $28 million of the federal recovery funds to address houselessness, doing things like purchasing more hotels for temporary housing, construction of tiny home villages, and expansion of safe outdoor spaces. Can you talk about the impact of these particular funds on the work that your office is doing? Yes. Yeah, so our department is working with the mayor on the $28 million for affordable housing development. So those dollars are directly for those affordable homes that we mentioned in the 7,000 um, home goal. Uh, in addition to those funds, the mayor has also pledged support for the expansion of safe outdoor space and several other interventions that help to rapidly rehouse people. So when someone has lost their home and we want to restore them to housing quickly, uh, we have several resolution and rehousing programs that help people get back to housing quickly. And something that struck me is that this five-year plan is coming at this same moment that the mayor is proposing a $450 million bond. But Denverites have shared that their number one issue related to the economic recovery of this city is housing is the issue. But only 9% of that bond would go to housing issues. And that in itself is looking like shelter acquisition and expansion. This plan is talking about cutting back on shelters and going in these other directions, like you're saying, building more units, uh, these other transitional housing options. Uh, what do you think about the bond in relationship to the work that you're doing? 
First, a, a clarification. We have not in sure. the plan said cut back on shelter. So unsheltered homelessness really refers to people outside and that we want to get people inside to places like shelter or housing. Um, as far as the bond goes, we're really uh, pleased to have a portion of that for what is, yes, shelter um, acquisitions, rehab, and, and improvements. Uh, the reason why is that we can also have some of these places that may be used for shelter as long-term holds that may be housing someday. And when we think about that, uh, the city of Denver can only own, and, and people may not know this, we can only own shelter. We are not allowed as the city government to own housing. And so this is one of the ways that we can get an immediate impact to stabilize more people. And then down the road, work with our partners, work with the Denver Housing Authority uh, to convert things to housing over time. So that's where those partners come in, like DHA and the coalition is the city itself cannot own housing. Correct. And so for a bond measure, we have to be able to own the asset. And that's why the bond was not as good of a source for us as like ARPA, where we are also getting um, um, some more dollars, uh, we believe, as these decisions are made and finalized uh, by the mayor's office. Um, Can you explain what ARPA is really quick? Yes, the American Rescue Plan Act uh, is what I mean by ARPA. Thanks. Okay, cool. I hate Thank unexplained you. acronyms, so thanks for I know, there, me on that. there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, Britta, can I ask you, what personally draws you to working on the issue of houselessness and housing people? Yeah, one of my first jobs in Denver was at Metro Caring, which is a basic services agency, a food pantry, and um, I really enjoyed working with the people there who came um, for a little bit of help. And um, they really taught me that while they were grateful for food, what they needed was housing, that they needed a safe, stable place to get ready for the day, to get ready for a job interview or a job, to have a, a consistent place for their kids to do homework and uh, just a safe place to be. And that made a ton of sense to me. I'd rather help people get to housing so they can make their own grocery choices um, than to uh, really be doing the things like just food assistance. It's really important. But what the, the participants taught me was that housing was what felt like freedom to them. Have you ever yourself experienced housing insecurity? I have. Um, I, I was one of those people who tried to make a very low paying internship <laughs> work. Mm. And it was really a struggle um, to find a housing option and uh, a safe housing option for what I could afford. And um, I was fortunate to have a, a network that allowed me to couch surf for a while. Um, so, you know, that's just, you know, housing instability. And it was a season. Um, it's really hard to watch um, people go from a season into a real um, expensive and uh, really heart-wrenching spiral where if you don't have that support network or you exhaust those resources or are not set up for, for that kind of help, um, how expensive and how taxing that is on both the human and our systems. Yeah. So to wrap up, you all are currently soliciting comments from the community. Someone coming to this issue for the first time, maybe they've never been unhoused or maybe they just don't have any experience with it, but they are interested in the plan. Why, would, why should people participate in public comment? 
Well, we have taken great pains to make sure that we are listening to our community and we want to make sure we heard you. And this is one of those chances where if you give us comments, uh, you tell us where we're on the right track or wrong track, we can still refine that before it goes to council. So we really do take all of these comments to heart. And yes, there's a wide breadth of, of comments, but we really do try to listen to those ideas and reflect them in this plan for the next five years. Britta, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Bree. And here's what else is happening in Denver today. Earlier this week, Denver City Council voted to put a $450 million bond package on the November ballot. Denverite reports that this series of ballot measures will be the first time since 2017 that voters will be asked to borrow money for big city projects. For context, we're still paying off that previous bond for more than $900 million, and I have a lot of opinions about that, so stay tuned. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us, rate the show wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye! Sorry, they're drilling. Oh my God. Hold on.